It means that you have a good opportunity as a traveler to experience a bucket list travel product like Emirates. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Drop Podcast. Now, a few things before we jump in to this week's topic. First of all, I apologize in advance for the sound quality. I am currently in Laos. Uh, I just took a very small bag with me up here from my hub in Bangkok, and I stupidly forgot to bring the podcast microphone with me, so I am using my headphones. So my apologies for that. Hopefully it's not too bad. And one other quick note about the uh, Daily Drop podcast in general. Moving forward, we are going to stop posting the weekly roundup podcast episodes because we have something even better than that to fill the same void with daily drop and that is our weekly roundup newsletter that our very talented writer tiffany has started to do over the last few weeks i think it's a much better way to get a recap on daily drop content it's funny it's entertaining it's informative it sums things up really nicely without being too long so my suggestion is if you miss that content and you want that sort of weekly summary uh, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can just subscribe to the weekly roundup newsletter and like i said we will stop doing the weekly roundup podcasts okay now to the good stuff this week we are going to be talking about fifth freedom flights now you may have heard this term before Some of you probably know exactly what this is, but today I want to tell you about what a fifth freedom flight is and the travel hacking implications of such flights, because there are some. Now, if you're a plane and aviation nerd like me, then uh, first of all, you probably already know about this stuff, but also it's just kind of interesting uh, thinking about airlines, where they're based, where they're allowed to fly, the routes they fly, the types of planes they fly, if that kind of stuff interests you you'll be interested in this. So a fifth freedom flight is essentially when an airline is allowed to fly between two countries, neither of which is the airline's home country. So let me say that again. Let's say United Airlines, which is an American airline based in the US, operates a flight from London to Athens, Greece. Neither of those two countries are the United States, which is where the airline's based. Therefore, the only way they could operate a flight like that is if they had what we call fifth freedom uh, privileges. And there are tons of flights that actually have this. Some airlines operate many fifth freedom flights. Some airlines operate maybe just one fifth freedom flight. Most airlines don't operate any fifth freedom flights. And I'm going to tell you about some of the more lucrative ones to fly, some of the more fascinating ones to fly, some of the ones that I myself have flown, some of the ones that are coming out soon, and why it's important to know about this in the first place. So the first one that comes to mind is Emirates. Now, Emirates operates a number of Fifth Freedom routes, um, the main ones being between Europe and the United States. So you might know that Emirates operates planes between Athens and New York and Milan and New York. Uh, Athens flies to Newark, technically, and the Milan flight goes to JFK. And these are normal Emirates flights with normal Emirates planes, but they're operating flights outside of the United Arab Emirates where the airline is based. So they have fifth freedom rights to operate these flights. Now, why do you care about this at all? Well, it means that you have a good opportunity as a traveler to experience a sort of um, bucket list travel product 
like Emirates. If you want to fly Emirates first class or business class, it can be really difficult and really, really expensive, even when you're using points and miles, to book an Emirates flight in first or business because most of their flights have to fly through Dubai. That means that not only are the flights really long, which makes them more expensive, but you're also experiencing the ground product in Dubai. So the Emirates first class or business class lounges, the chauffeur service if you're in first class, all the good food and champagne and everything that you get when you're on the ground in Dubai. And because of those two things, the ground product and the length of the flight, paying for such a flight with cash or with points is going to be pretty expensive. Now these fifth freedom flights, between Europe and the US give you a chance to still experience the same exact Emirates planes, but you don't get the ground experience in Dubai and the flight is much, much shorter. As a result, you can pay far fewer points to book that flight. For example, if you wanted to fly between, let's say New York and Dubai in Emirates uh, business class, you're going to shell out well over 100,000 Emirates miles to do that if you're using partner points, like maybe Aeroplan points, which you can book Emirates flights with, it's going to be even more than that. Now, if you're flying the Fifth Freedom route between, let's say, JFK and Milan, that's going to be more in the realm of 70 to 80,000 miles. So you can save 30 or 40,000 miles, and you're still flying on the same exact plane, still sitting in the same exact seat, still getting the same exact service on board. You'll still get lounge access um, on either side. It's not the Emirates lounge in Dubai, but you're still going to get good business or first class lounge access. It's a great way to experience a product um, in a more affordable way. Now, Emirates isn't the only one that operates flights like this. For example, Singapore Airlines has a couple of similar flights you may know about between Europe and the US. Specifically, they fly from Frankfurt to New York. This is Singapore Airlines again. So again, the airline is based in Singapore, but they have fifth freedom rights to fly between Germany and the US. And they also fly between Manchester in the UK and Houston, Texas. Now, these are similarly to Emirates, very good opportunities to experience one of the world's best airlines. So Singapore Airlines business and first class are just famous for being really, really nice. Singapore Airlines is famous for having incredible service. They have really nice planes. It's just an overall great experience. And by flying these shorter routes in now Singapore, like uh, like Dubai is very far away, even further. So if you're flying between the US and Singapore, it's going to cost you a lot of Singapore miles. These routes give you an opportunity to, again, experience the same exact product for far, far fewer miles. And with Singapore Airlines uh, specifically, you can book uh, these first class products for, again, 30, 40, maybe even 50,000 fewer uh, Singapore Airlines miles than if you were to book a flight from, say, New York to Singapore on Singapore Airlines. Now, one of the kind of bummers of this is that Singapore used to fly their Airbus A380 between Frankfurt and New York, which is the plane that has two full levels, including the Singapore suites, the really famous Singapore suites. Nowadays, they don't fly that plane. They fly their 777, which is you can still experience Singapore business class. You can still fly Singapore first class. It's just not that sort of pinnacle epic suite that you might have seen a lot on social media. Uh, Kara and Nate have flown that and talked about it. And they've also talked about how to book it. So unfortunately, that sort of hack of experiencing Singapore suites by utilizing Fifth Freedom routes isn't really possible anymore. But maybe it'll come back in the future. Maybe they'll start flying the A380s again. And it's still an amazing product to get to try out for far fewer miles. Another airline 
that operates some pretty useful Fifth Freedom flights um, to or from the U.S. is actually Air France. Now, you might not know that Air France has a Fifth Freedom route between the U.S. and Tahiti. Now, they fly from Los Angeles to Tahiti um, and Tahiti to Los Angeles and then continue on between Los Angeles and Paris. And again, they have Fifth Freedom rights because neither the U.S. or Tahiti is where the airline is based. And so this is actually a good way if you want to get to um, the South Pacific to do so with fewer miles than you might um, need for, say, United Airlines or Delta or American. Because with Air France, surprisingly, uh, you can book that flight from Los Angeles to Papayette, which is the capital of Tahiti, uh, for around 30,000 Air France, um, KLM Air France flying blue miles. Now, if you're flying one of the, the main U.S. carriers, it's going to be more than that, I think, pretty much all of the time. And if you want to fly business class, it's also a pretty reasonable option. I think around 70,000 uh, flying blue miles to fly that route on Air France. So again, by utilizing this fifth freedom route, you're saving uh, a bunch of money and or miles. And it's not something that would immediately come to mind. If you're thinking I'm based in California, I need to get to the South Pacific. I want to go to Tahiti. Air France is not necessarily the first place you would go to look. So knowing about these fifth freedom routes really does come in handy. It's useful knowledge. And even if you're based in another part of the U.S., you can book a positioning flight. If you're in Chicago, book a cheap you know, flight for under 100 bucks to Los Angeles and then use points and miles to book one of these cool Fifth Freedom routes. So there are some more um, Fifth Freedom routes. Those are sort of the aspirational ones, um, but they're really interesting ones out there, especially if you're just kind of curious about trying products on shorter routes. For example, Gulf Air has a fifth freedom route that I flew recently between Bangkok and Singapore. So again, Gulf Air is based in Bahrain in the Middle East, but they fly their amazing, gorgeous planes and their amazing business class suites between Bangkok and Singapore, which is just an hour and a half or two hour flight. So I took that flight last year because um, it's not like it's a lot of time in business class, but because the flight is so short, you can experience this world-class product for like an hour and a half or two hours and spend very few miles, or even if you're paying cash, it's still a very cheap flight. And I personally just really enjoy that. I love trying out new products like that. It's cool to get to experience these lie flat beds and not have to save up miles forever or worry about shelling out too many miles for a 10 hour flight or a 15 hour flight. You can still enjoy it uh, plenty on a two hour flight in my opinion. So Gulf Air is one that has a handful of Fifth Freedom routes like that. Another one, maybe the king of Fifth Freedom routes, has to be Ethiopian Airlines. Ethiopian flies their planes all over the world. It's actually pretty amazing. Um, and they have too many Fifth Freedom flights to count, to be honest. And I've flown on tons of them myself. So if you're looking up flights between, uh, let's say, like, Bangkok and Jakarta, I think I was looking at just the other day. Ethiopian flies that route. If you're looking at um, Tokyo to Seoul, Korea, Ethiopian flies that route. If you're looking at uh, Sao Paulo to Buenos Aires, Ethiopian flies that route. And especially within the African continent, Ethiopian flies tons of really interesting Fifth Freedom routes. Um, just last year, towards the end of the year, I flew from Victoria Falls, Zimbabwe, to Habarone, Botswana. Again, neither of those countries are Ethiopia, and yet Ethiopian flies that route. I flew Ethiopian Fifth Freedom between uh, Togo, a country in West Africa, and New York City. 
really random routes, right? West Africa, Togo, the capital of the city is Lome. Lome to New York JFK airport, you can fly on Ethiopian Airlines. I think Ethiopian has an amazing product. It's a Star Alliance carrier, so it's very easy to book their flights with points and miles. And they have these Fifth Freedom routes all over the world. So it's actually a really good opportunity to use points and miles for outsized value, to fly on a good airline, even in business class. And Ethiopian has a lot of business class availability generally, um, and save a bunch of money and or points. And even within Europe, Ethiopian has plenty of options like Zurich to Milan and really short routes like that you can book. Uh, on Ethiopian using Star Alliance miles. So United miles, um, Lufthansa miles, Air Canada aeroplane points, et cetera, to fly these amazing comprehensive fifth freedom routes on Ethiopian. And more and more airlines are coming out with these routes all the time. For example, I just heard the other day that Emirates is planning another fifth freedom route, I think between Miami and Bogota, Colombia. So again, if you're in the US, now there's possibly an even better use of Emirates miles to try out these um, premium products on a route that is, I think, maybe like three or four hours long. So you're going to get even better value from your Emirates miles and still get to try out the same plane in the same seat on a flight between Miami and South America. So whether it's simply the convenience of having an airline that flies a specific route um, that you can take advantage of, or if you want to try out really interesting products that you otherwise wouldn't get to try and save a bunch of money and points doing so, Fifth Freedom Routes can be really, really useful. So I encourage you to learn about them, look them up, and when you're looking at travel, try to take them into consideration. So before we go with this very short podcast episode, there are a couple other things. Some routes look like Fifth Freedom Routes and actually aren't Fifth Freedom Routes. There's another freedom. I don't remember which one. There are a bunch of like freedoms of the air or they're called something like that. where an airline is flying a route between two countries that aren't the home country, but passengers aren't allowed to fly just between those two countries. That sounds very confusing. Let me explain. Um, A route like this that I've flown a number of times is on KLM. Now, KLM flies this example from Amsterdam to Kilimanjaro, Tanzania, and then from Kilimanjaro to Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Now, and then Dar es Salaam back to Amsterdam. So you cannot get on the plane in Kilimanjaro and then get off in Dar es Salaam. So if you could do that, it would be a fifth freedom flight, right? But no, with this type of route, you have to originate or end in Amsterdam. And the reason for this is that it gives the airline an opportunity to service passengers in both of those cities without needing to fly two separate routes to each city. So for example, you could get on the plane in Amsterdam, you fly to Kilimanjaro, stay on the plane, it's just a layover essentially, and then continue on to Dar es Salaam and that's where you get off. Or you could get on the plane in Kilimanjaro, fly to Dar es Salaam, stay on, and then continue on to Amsterdam. So it looks like a, it looks the same as a fifth freedom route. The only difference is that you're not allowed to fly just between those two extra cities that aren't the home base. You need to either start uh, or end in the city or country where the airline is based. And again, I don't re- I don't know if there's a term for that. I just call them like tri routes or something, where there are three cities involved in a single route, and no matter what, you're going to have to uh, originate or terminate in 
the country and city of origin for that airline. So I hope you enjoyed this very brief, um, but very useful and interesting topic on planes and fifth freedom routes and airlines and how you can use points and miles to take advantage of some really cool routes, some really convenient routes and try out some bucket list products. So thanks for tuning in. Um, I'll leave some links in the show notes to what I mentioned earlier, as well as a list um, online of current fifth freedom routes that exist. There are lots of airlines, like I said, that operate these things, way too many to count, way too many to tell you about. So I encourage you to take a look at that and see if maybe you could take advantage of some of these routes in the future. If you enjoyed this episode and you enjoy the Daily Drop podcast in general, please, 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 please leave us a review, leave us a comment, uh, give us a like if you're on the YouTube, uh, reach out to us by email at podcast at dailydrop.com. We'd appreciate any and all of those things. It really helps us to reach more people and continue spreading the good word of travel hacking. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.